Take a moment and join us as we journey into the life-changing Word of God, coming from the Bridge Network. This message will equip you with practical solutions for everyday living, resulting in an excellent and outstanding life. You're welcome to the Bridge Network. The Bridge Network. Experience the Kingdom. You may have more money than me. You may have more children than I have. You may be wealthier than I am. You may be whatever you want to be. But there's something that God gave to all of us equally. And that's time. 24 hours in a day. And I've always wondered, think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Every equipment from aircrafts to ships to mobile phones to cars to machines have been designed for one purpose to maximize time how many of you remember when we used to do now they call it snail mail the only way you could write a letter to your dad who was in England studying or something was to write a letter put it in the post office and for two weeks for two weeks your letter was jumping from one box to the other And two weeks later, your father found out what was in your heart two weeks ago, today. And he read the letter and he smiled. And then he penciled down another reply. And then he sent it to you. And two weeks later, four weeks after you've written what's in your heart, your father finally gets to you. Today, you can just get on your computer and write an email to your father. And in less than one second, your father gets the letter. That's what the world calls progress. How come we Africans still don't get it that until we manage that first resource called time, everything else we do after that is a failure? Find the scripture for me. It says, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Confusing scripture redeeming the time for the days are evil. Could the days be more evil than they are today? When he wrote this, it was how many years ago? Almost 2,000 years ago. Now, days were evil then. Come on, guys. Today, days are, I mean, ISIS is now bringing back the barbaric Boko Haram is bringing back the barbarism. As a matter of fact, that nature never went away, but the world didn't allow us to manifest it. But now it's back where you're beheading people. How many of you had a few days ago, 16 girls who refused to sleep with them were killed? 16 girls who refused to have sex with them were put in a cage and killed. Nature of man. It says redeeming the time. How do you redeem the time? Another translation will say, make the most out of time. This is supposed to be a business seminar. Think about it. People don't care how beautiful your product is. They don't care how nice your product is. They don't even care all the functionalities. What they care about is what your product does for them. 
Does it save you time? I don't know about you, but since Conga became famous in Nigeria and Jumia, shopping has never been easier for me in this country. I will go to town, I will go to the shop rights of this world, I will go to the malls of this world, and I will see the prices they are selling the goods. I bring up my phone and I will Google it. And I found out how much Conga is selling it. I now know whether I'm getting a value from the shop or not. That's number one. Number two, if they don't have what I'm looking for, I can order for it on Conga. Shopping has become easier. And if you even notice on that same Conga site, you will have the same product but three, four different prices. Am I making sense? And you'll be wondering, is this person stupid? Why are you selling yours for 12000 Somebody else is selling yours for 12500 Somebody is selling it for thirteen five. Somebody else is selling it for fourteen. And you'll be surprised that the person who is selling for fourteen is selling more products than the person selling for twelve. And you'll be wondering what happened. No. The person selling for fourteen is likely going to give you 24-hour delivery. While the person selling for twelve five will tell you to wait seven days to get your product and your service. And so what do you click on? Because you're in a hurry. You buy the 14,000 Naira one. Not because of anything, but because he's saving you time. Amazon.com came up with the one-click ordering system. If you have an account with them, you can just pick all the products you want, and with one click, you can pay for it. You don't have to enter your banking details. You want to do all that. Why? They're trying to save you what? Time. What is the one thing we waste? Everything man has ever made so far is designed to save you. Telephones took the trouble. How many of you remember we were talking drum people? You wanted to send a text message. It, somebody will sit at one end and hit his drum. The person in the next village will reproduce what was said and it will be transferred to another place. It's the same thing we've tried to do. Now we've turned it into mobile phones. How many of you remember when we only had landlines? Some of us used to have permanent ladders on our cars because we needed to fix the landlines every two weeks. How many remember that? What has happened now? Everybody has a mobile phone. Some of you have three. One for MTN, one for Glow, and one for Airtel. Am I right? But there was a time in this country we didn't have that. Why do we have phones? To make communication easier, faster. Am I right? More efficient. Why do we use the internet? I was with a group of um, uh, businessmen yesterday. I spoke at the, uh, Badon, I'm sorry, the International Christian Chamber of, um, Chamber of Commerce, the Badon branch yesterday. And I said to them, how many of you men here, businessmen are on the internet? A full of them put up their hand. And I said, you are, I said, the world is not changing. The world has changed. If you're not on the internet, as a matter of fact, that's how I disqualify you. If I meet you and I want to find out anything about you, I Google you first. If I don't find you on the internet and I don't find any information about you, I know how obsolete you are. At least somebody should mention you somewhere. My father died 43 years ago. 43 years ago, last week, Monday. And uh, for whatever reason, you notice I don't talk about, talk about him much. If you imagine that I was 10 years old. So I really don't have that kind of you know, understanding of the man until I grew a, lot, a much, more, much older. And so for, for three years ago, my father died. And um, all I have are his papers. I remember we had a, he had a bank account in the UK. And uh, they told us we couldn't access his bank account until we brought certain letters from the you know, government, until they processed some things. It took us about five years to process it. Would you believe it? 
letter of this, letter of that, you know, attorney, what, what, all those things. When we finally got access to the account, there was only 16 pounds, 13 pence inside. <laughs> 16 pounds in West National Westminster Bank in the UK. I, I just left it there and just made a U-turn. I, I even had more money in my bank account than the man when he died. But for 43 years ago, I mean, he died. There was no internet. There was absolutely no internet. Are you here? But you know what I started to do? I googled him. 43 years ago, the man died. I googled my father on the day when I was remembering him 43 years later. I googled him, Edward Isidahome Madojemu. And guess what? A document came up with his name. He was the first registrar secretary of the Institute of Medical Laboratory Technologies in Lagos, the first. And there he was. And my sister found an obsolete picture of my father looking like me with his hand to his face, which is what I do very often, and looking very much like my son, Adam. And not only that, I decided to repackage it and put it back on the internet. So my father is now famous for the three years after he died using technology. And people from all over the world remembered him. You are alive in 2015 and nobody knows what you stand for. The technology is there. Time is our most precious commodity. Time is the only thing we cannot get back after we have wasted it. Time is the only thing. You know, when, for instance, if somebody is late to a meeting and he's late by 20 minutes and 100 people are waiting for him, you would think he wasted 20 minutes. He didn't. He wasted 100 times 20 minutes. I want to live a challenge. I have a principle in my life. I don't go late for meetings. I don't. It's like, it is, it's something, I, I don't know how my father did it. As a matter of fact, my father was so interesting that you couldn't throw your sweet paper out of your window of your car when he was driving you in town. I, I, I'm, I'm 43. That's all I remember. One of the things I remember about him. You couldn't. If you ate sweet in the car, you know, the natural thing for a kid is fling it out through the window. Your father would say, no. There will be a basket in the car where you have to put it in. And when you get home, take it from the basket and put it in the wastepaper. He won't let you do that. Train up a child in the way he should go. You're not going to go late for anything. Whether it's somebody's birthday party or something, you are not going to go late. I believe at the beginning of this year, I spoke to this church and I said, I used to come into church and I used to have this goals we want to do for the year. You know all this, what do you call it? What do you call it? What do we call them? Um, resolutions that we make at the beginning of the year where we say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I said, this year, don't make any major resolution. Let's make some minor resolutions this year. 
And one of the resolutions I ask everybody to do here, make up your mind that there will be something in your life that you will make up your mind you won't go late for. Some of you are going to be late for your own funerals. Where is the body? Oh my God. It's still in the morgue. Let's go and get it. Some of you are going to be late for your funeral. That's how bad. You don't even understand how important it is to keep to time. It's a national problem. Many years ago, Nelson Mandela was asked to be honored by his president, the new um, Tambo Mbeki. I wish I could show you the video. Tambo Mbeki was supposed to honor Nelson Mandela in a hotel in, somewhere in Johannesburg. And Mandela came on time. He's the retired president. He comes on time and sits down and waits. One hour, ten minutes later, Tambo and Becky comes in, you know, you know, ruffled and everything comes in and says, I'm so sorry, Mr. Pre- Mr. President, because once you're president, you're president for life. Uh, affairs of state has affected us and we, we, we're late and all that. Mandela didn't say anything until it was his time to climb the podium. And then he started. And started dressing down Umbeki. And Umbeki started behaving like a small child. Putting his hand between his leg and head, combining by his head. Telling him, just because you are president doesn't mean you should waste somebody else's time. We do it. And it has become habit with us. And we wonder, listen to me. If you can't manage time, you can't innovate. If you can't manage time, you can't be creative. If you can't manage time, you can't build a future. Because the future belongs to those who understand what the world needs to be. Yesterday I was with a young man from Mali. When I was here, he's my son's classmate. I've never seen a young man that looks so much like Edward. They behave identically, talk identically. They just liked each other. And so as parents, we now had to like each other. And it was good to like them. I'm bringing him, he's the, he's the human capacity developer. I mean, he's the head of human capacity in IIT. I've asked him to come and teach us about human resources. Uh, we're going to get a date for him. And I, I was explaining to him, I said, my son, my sons will sit in front of the television with headphones in their ear food on the left, a laptop on the right, and they're doing their homework. And they will get it done. Those days, your father will say, put off the television, put off the radio, go and stand on top of one radio, don't leave that room until you've done your homework. Who remembers that? This generation, no. They've learned how to multitask. Don't believe in wasting any time. My wife will say when they are going out, my son will bring out headphones. Put it in the air. She's playing a different song on the radio. She will say, but do you say you don't like my music? He will say, well, I want to listen to my own. Okay, let's listen to your own. They live in a world where they don't believe in wasting time. They want to talk to you. It's 160 characters or less. That's the world you are producing goods and services for. And you are still making them fill 16 forms before they buy your product and service. 
that's the world you are selling things to and you still don't understand that we are looking for you to save us time. What about church? I remember when I was in church, they would say, ah, Pastor Francis, all this air conditioning, you know, nice chairs. No, you're supposed to humble yourself before you come to church. I said, no, 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 no. You want to clean the fish before you catch it. Human beings want convenience. Human beings want things easy. They want to come to your car park, park their vehicles, have somebody pick up their children, make sure everything is organized. That's what they want. Now, when they come into church and you get them safe, you can teach them humility, and then they will evolve from there. But to try to humble them before they come, you're wasting your time. They will go somewhere else where they will be less humbled. Time is our most precious resource. Why do we waste it in this part of the world? A meeting supposed to start at 8 o'clock. Most of you came late. It doesn't mean anything to you. Doesn't mean anything to you. It doesn't affect us as Nigerians. It, It doesn't hurt us at all. Meanwhile, God. You told God a service is starting at 8. Does he come late? Time, guys, time, time. You know the funny thing about time? I may have 70 years. I may have only 25. I may have 40. I may have 60. I wouldn't know that until I die. And so, since I don't know how long I have, am I not stupid to waste what he gives me for today. The only day that is promised to anybody is today, not tomorrow. You will never find the Bible promise you tomorrow. He says, today is the acceptable day. Today is the day of salvation. If you hear his word, today, God is always a today God. Not a tomorrow God. The only day you have is today. And guess what? The Bible says, see he you that is faithful today in another man's walk. Who will give him his own? Time. Critical element. Time. You see, many years ago, Mensa Otabel, he, he's, a, he's a, one of the finest ministers I've ever met in my life is a Ghanaian professor who didn't go to school. He owns the university in Ghana. Uh, he has the, one of the biggest churches in Ghana. They brought some Americans. They brought some Americans to preach for them. And so they took the wife of the American pastor to the market shopping to buy what's that Ghanaian kente fabric. And so so when she got to the market you know normal Nigerian type market African type market full of every kind of objects clean gutters uh, you know planks over the gutter uh, food on trays flies being driven away that's normal for us our bodies have been taught to resist such things so it makes no difference to us really now all of a sudden she saw a man come off his Okada bike 
and brings out his private part and begins to urinate. And the woman begins to scream, blue murder. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Get me out of here. Get me out of here. And it takes Mrs. Otterbill about three to four minutes to figure out what she's screaming about. Oh, that man, that's normal. You see, because we have become so accustomed to coming late, it's normal now. Doesn't make it right. And we are going to pay a huge price for it. Because we can't get time. Time and opportunity are connected. Because your God works with time. The Bible says the race is not to the swift. The battle to the strong. But time and chance. In other words, if you don't understand time and relate it to opportunity... I go to, I mean, most of you watch the Oscars and you watch the Emmys. Have you ever seen them come to the stage and say, testing mic, one, two, three. Test, testing mic, testing mic, testing. Can you hear me? Can you hear me there? Okay, adjust that. Can, can you hear me over there? Have you ever seen them do that? Is it superstars like John Travolta, Barbara Streisand? When they come on the stage, they have come hours before to rehearse. Somebody has checked their voice level. Somebody has done whatever they're supposed to do. Somebody's done all their homework. They've practiced. They've checked. They've corrected. They've tested. And so when Barbara Streisand gets on board or John Travolta gets on board, somebody knows John Travolta's setting. Somebody knows Barbara Streisand's setting. So they switch it to there. So her voice is perfect when she's ministering in song. That, ladies and gentlemen, is towards man. But when it comes to the most high God, when it comes to the great I am, when it comes to the king of kings, we come 15 minutes late. Then we mount the podium and we test the microphone to worship our God. And you wonder. You wonder. Why we don't see more of God? We wonder why we don't see, we don't have greater innovation in our country. Why we don't see creativity? We were the only country in the world where they ever did the World Cup that power went in the middle of the match. The footballers were astonished. Liberty Stadium here in Ibadan. Pastor can give us a blow-by-blow description of what happened. They were playing the match, and they were going on and on, and all of a sudden, boom! (laughs) Power went. On international television. Incompetence. And you wonder why nobody... See, the Bible says... Righteousness exalts a nation. Whenever you read that, you think born again exalts a nation. Mm -mm -mm. There was no born again in the Old Testament. Righteousness exalts a nation means right, doing things the right way exalts a nation. Sin, breaking laws, is a reproach. We are reproached 
by every country in the world. How many of you get to our airports? You want to drop your passport. How many of you remember that? Daddy Smith will know this one. You want to drop your passport. The man says, no, give it to the other person. All he needs is a sign. says, drop your passport here. Collect your passport. They won't put it there. They, every day he's telling 2,000 travelers, do this, do this. doesn't think, how can I save time? You know, if you walk around this auditorium, you will see signs that say toilets. You will see signs that say toilets. Come for any program. There will be people standing in front of the signs saying, where is the toilet? I promise you. As a matter of fact, I wanted to write the signs in Yoruba at one particular stage. But they don't read Yoruba either. How many of you, when you bought your laptop, you brought out your instruction manual? How many of you, when you bought your phone, you brought out the instruction manual? How many of you read it? How many of you read it? Oh, one, the women will read it. Women are the ones who are likely to read. Men don't read. They know it all. Guess what? We're doing exactly the same thing. Our Bible is our instruction manual. We don't know how it works. We all have to repent. And talk to God this morning about how we've wasted his most precious commodity. We are not inventing anything. We can't invent anything. Because we don't, we're not, we don't understand that inventions come from the concept of saving time. You know, let me say this to you. Dr. Adebola told us this. He said this. He said to us, the computer is the only equipment that has ever been made by man that doesn't tell, that the manufacturer cannot tell you what to use it for. So in other words, you can buy a computer and use it to program it to help you explode the bomb. You can use it to help you control your doors. You can, you, you can, no, but the person you bought the computer from cannot tell you how to use it. That's number one. Number two, the computer is the only thing we have made so far right now that is colorblind. Doesn't care whether you speak Yoruba or Igbo. Once you input the thing, it will work the way you inputted it. It's a very, the computer doesn't have a brain. It's what you program, it brings out. So at the moment right now, this is the greatest opportunity to level the playing fields for us. Because of the technology. But we always think technology is laptops. We think technology is Blackberry. No. If it takes you 15 minutes to go to work from your house in the morning, and you find a way of getting to your, to your office in the morning, in 12 minutes, you have a technological breakthrough. Because you saved time. If you could only process 100 people in your bank every, every day, and you find a way of processing 200, that's a technological break without increasing your cost. If you find a way of doing something better, they call it Kaizen, an ability to do something better every single day. What you were doing yesterday, do it better. Do it more efficiently. Do it better. Do it more efficiently. That's what has made all these other countries overtake us. We don't learn how to do because we don't understand the concept that God considers time as a commodity that is given to you. Listen to me. He asked you for one-tenth of your money. One-tenth of your money. But when it came to your time, he asked you for one-seventh. Which one is greater? One-tenth of your money or one-seventh of your time. God understands the value of time. The Bible says after he finished his work, he rested. Was he tired? No. After a lawyer presents his case, he rests. After a lawyer presents his case, all the arguments, he rests. Rest doesn't mean he's not going to work anymore, but he rests means I've completely
completed my assignment and it takes a day off to evaluate it. He told us we are the only animals on the face of the earth that give the milk of other animals to our children. But he told us to use breast milk. We said no. Now we have asthma and diseases all over the places because we won't obey God's simple rules. One of the greatest rules we're failing to understand is that of time. Let me tell you something. I don't care if everybody comes late. The most important thing is I don't go late. There was a pastor here from Lagos, Winners Chapel. How many of you remember? Yesterday you brought him. Three of them bidded for a job in Lagos. He told us the story here. They bidded for a job in Lagos. The interview for the, ch- for the contract was 10 o'clock in the morning. And he had left his house at 7 o'clock in the morning. And he got to Lagos. It was about an hour from the venue. And the worst traffic in Lagos happened. And he realized that with this traffic, I can't make my 10 o'clock appointment. He got out of parked his car, got on, on an Okada bike. And arrived at the venue 10 minutes to 10 and sat down. And all the other candidates came late. One hour late. So the head of the unit was a big contract. They were lawyers. The head of the unit got up and said, how did you get here, sir? He said, ah, when I saw that the traffic was too bad, I got on an Okada very good. I said, there is no point talking to the other two candidates. This is the kind of person we want. Excuses are lies we tell ourselves. I cannot come. What, that's, remember that scripture? I cannot come to the banquet. Don't trouble me now. I have married a wife. Well, bring her to the banquet. He says, I want to go and inspect my land. No, you must have inspected it before you bought it. Oh, my wife, my children, my work, my life. If I told you people this morning that we're going to be distributing lottery tickets at quarter to eight before service and the winner of that lottery ticket will get a brand new car, attendance will go up. You will forget all the surrounding problems you have and you'll be here on time. 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 Time looks useless until you've lost it. Think about it. When you are dying, what are you losing? When you die, what are you losing? When you die, what happens? Your time on earth has come to an end. And then you spend 20 million on medical bills trying to buy yourself what? What? Time. Are you not going to die? You all know we're going to die. But not 50. It's too early. So you take all your life savings, your children's school fees, their future. You go and pay for cancer treatment. You do all that and you get six more months. Time. The truth about it was that if you had managed the one before, you probably wouldn't need to do that. I know men, Akin's father, when they gave him the bill, he says, I'm not going to take food out of my children's mouth. How many months are they going to give me? says, no, I'm going to trust God. And if I die, I die. And he died. But he left a legacy. He says, I'm not going to take everything I've saved from my kids. 
and spend it on my medical. I've lived a good life. I've spent my time well. I'm proud of my children. I'm proud of my life. I invested my time well. I'm happy. I'm ready to go. If I ask you this morning now, are you ready to die? I like Bob Marley. Everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. If I ask you, are you ready now? 18-year-old, are you ready? I am not married. <laughs> I've not suffered in marriage, sorry. <laughs> uh, are you ready to die? No, 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 I've not enjoyed life. What were you doing the last 24 years? You know what? You're not going to change, you. I'm promising you that. You're not going to change. If you don't change your attitude to time and change it in your life, you're not going to affect the church anymore. Time. Get time right. I promise you, I guarantee you, everything will fall in place. Something that's meant to be, somebody said once, never read an email twice. Never read a letter twice. Immediately a letter, an email comes or a text. Read it, act on it immediately. Don't say, I will come back and do it. How many of you ever go back to do it? It's management. An email comes, act on it, return. Or tell the person, I can't act on it, now send me a reminder tomorrow. But don't say, I will do it later. Nobody promised you tomorrow. Mama said, tomorrow I will build a bigger barn. Tomorrow I will do this. Tomorrow I will do this. God said, eh, 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 tonight, account. Tonight, account. Time. Ha! Ha, ha, ha. Men and women at the crossroad of time wondering, should I go here or should I go there? What should I do? Where should I go? Yes, said the Lord of hosts. Act on only that which will guarantee you a future of eternity. Not one that will give you temporary rewards. For I do not live with the, with, the, with the synonyms or the things of this world. I live with purpose. Listen to me. You select a job. Whether to leave a job or stay on a job. By looking 10 years from where you are now. The most successful people in the world are those who are long-term thinkers. If I invest this today, will it work for me in five years' time? Not they are paying me a bigger salary. No. This job, does it have training opportunity? Does it have building up opportunity? Does, you look 10 years. You look 5 years ahead. You look 20 years ahead before you choose the job. Why? You are a long-term thinker. Not they are paying me more, but there is no pension. They're paying me more, but there's no medical. They're paying me more, but there's no training. They're paying me more, but you're going to be separated from your family. They're paying me more. You're going to be doing a job you hate. You look five years, ten years. That's management. So time works today and five years ahead. That's why we don't save. Because we don't think we'll be alive in ten years' time. If I know I'm going to be arrived in 10 years' time, I better start keeping the money I'm going to use in 10 years' time. When? Today. Your choice. Time. 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 I need us to make some decisions this morning. If you're going to leave this service with anything at all, 
is time. Stop wasting it. As a matter of fact, your account in heaven is about how you spent the time God gave you. Your first judgment call is, number one, did you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? That's the first judgment. Second one, what did you do with what I gave you? Remember when you were born, he didn't give you gold, silver, anything. He gave you time. So when you get to the judgment seat, what did you do with what I gave you? doesn't matter whether you died at 18 or 40. Jesus was here for 30 years. You're going to judge. God's going to judge you. So make up. I don't care what age you are. What are you going to do about time? Join the crowd out there that wasted and suffer the consequences or be one of those who makes up their mind to say, because remember your, your money and your time are connected. But time, money, time, money, time is money. Time is money. There's a lady, my, my neighbor, I'll go to shop, shop right to buy food and the food is about, you know, 20, 30% more expensive. You're wasting money, Pastor Francis. I will buy it in Agbeni for less than that price. I said, okay, what about my time in driving to Agbeni looking for a car park? <laughs> then struggling through and then they'll steal my mobile phone. Just because I want to save 20 naira on Omo. Time. She doesn't think time has money attached to it. You're going to Lagos, you lose one and a half hours of your time. Tell the Lord today, I'm going to do something about time. I learned this as a kid, very, very early in life, about time. Don't go late. Keep your word. Do whatever it takes. I'm not saying you won't be late, but do whatever it takes not to be late. It changes your life. Changes your life. Not, not, you will be late. Sometimes you'll be late. You don't have control over certain things. But knowing in your heart of heart, in your conscience, I did everything in my power not to be late makes a huge difference. He that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not, that's your father. I'm here, Lord. Teach me. Help me to redeem my time. Help me to redeem my time. Just help me, oh God, to redeem my time. Just help me. I can't pay for it. Just help me, oh God. Just help me. Just help me. Just help me. Get in there.